0: Hey, what's going on y'all? Jesse Paul Smith here with my creative district podcast. And back in February, I had the privilege of sitting down and chopping it up with over 40 speakers at our creating your big break summit. And one of my favorite interviews with was with Monette Crump. Now this guy is an amazing dancer and also the founder of of Reveal Dance Chicago. And we in this conversation, we sat down and chatted with not only his experience with working with brands like uh, Chance the Rapper, Sierra, Jennifer Hudson, worked with Nike. He's worked with a ton of different um, organizations, but also how he built an amazing platform, aspiring other dancers to shoot for their dreams through his, his company, Reveal Dance Chicago. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Let's get to it.
1: Welcome to another episode of the My Creative District podcast, where we discuss how to channel your creative power into building the life you want, building the business you want, and making the impact you want. We believe creatives can live out a passionate and fulfilled life when they completely embrace their unique design and purpose. Want to turn your passion into profit? Stay tuned to hear from industry professionals, paradigm shifters, and world changers who have done just that and live it every day. This is the My Creative District podcast with your host, Jesse Paul Smith.
0: So today I'm super excited to welcome Monette Crump. Uh, you know, Monette first discovered his love for dance at the age of 15 after being inspired by dance icons such as Michael Jackson and the Jabberwockies. Since then, he has trained in hip-hop with some of the finest instructors in professional dance studios all over the country. Monette has had the honor of working with incredible artists and brands such as Jennifer Hudson, Sierra, Chance the Rapper, Nike, Vans, Netflix, and more. And he continues to share his passion for dance around the world and hopes to promote hard work and commitment to inspiring dancers in and out of the Midwest through his organization, Reveal Chicago. What's up, brother? How you doing?
2: I am good, man. <laughs> it's always so crazy to, to hear my bio. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, You've definitely... Uh, Uh, Got a pretty impressive bio and I'm excited to, to dive into this because I know that we've got a lot of people here that are, you know, whether they're actors, singers, dancers, you know, musicians, they're looking for that similar bio. But I think one of the things that I really appreciate about you is that you realize that those kinds of gigs are important, but it's not the end all be all, right? And and that's what I'm excited to to talk about why why you discovered that, how you discovered that, and uh also um you know how you have been able to be so successful in the dance industry when there is so much competition out there. And uh and so I'm 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 excited to talk about that. But let's 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 go back to just to give people a little bit of context. Like first of all, when did you start dancing? Where were you, you know, where did you first get bit with the performance bug?
2: oh man Whew. when did i first start dancing so this is always an interesting question because i technically started training and dance when i was 16. Uh, i took my first dance class with trey turner at uh, luke conti dance studio it was a whole situation but um I, I like i've always danced around you know what i'm saying I when i was a kid like i said i used to like watch michael jackson videos and um me and my cousin used to like footwork around our basements and stuff like that like it was always the whole Thing as far as dancing and performing around our family, um, my dad's a DJ, so you know we would always have house music playing all day and all night, and just be dancing around family barbecues and stuff like that. So I was always like the kid in the circle that was like breaking it down at the school dances and stuff like that. Um, and I did musical theater for a half a second, and that was kind of my introduction to like, oh, dance is an organized can be an organized thing. So. I was like watching America's best dance crew and like doing this musical theater stuff. And, um, that's when I saw Ian Eastwood and he was, uh, he obviously from Chicago land area. Um, and I was like, man, this dude is like traveling the world, like doing all this crazy stuff. And before Ian, I I was, again, I was just more so in Michael Jackson, ABDC and like, you know step up to the streets and stuff like that so i didn't really know that it was dance was a thing that you can do professionally i was just like those are just actors on tv you know what i'm saying or like america's best dance crew was like actually like the underground you know what i'm saying like i don't know what to expect so um i just remember ian had said in one of his interviews i was like on youtube all day every day and again at 16 years old and he said in one of his interviews like yeah taking classes and you know making your own opportunities is kind of the way to go so i was like dang like let me maybe take a, a dance class and kind of see what that's all about you know and took my first dance class and it was a start for me and i was a sport i was a sports kid up until there up until then like that was me just trying to get by you know dance like finally like filled my soul like dance was something that made sense and i wanted to train and i wanted to get better because i wanted to you know finally travel the world and do something with dance i did not know what i wanted to be with dance i just know i wanted to use dance i didn't want it to be good at dance you know what i'm saying so that's 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 how i started
0: so when so you're 16 years old you get um you get bit with the bug right and you start to you start to really decide that this is something you want to invest your time in, and 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 your focus in. So, you know, what, what did the beginning of that journey look like? I know that you said that you were kind of in musical theater for a second, but you know, were you, were you going to dance classes? Were you hanging out with, you know, were you doing dance sessions on the streets? What What were you doing to train to to start building up your skill?
2: So at first it was just, so I was a, I came into the YouTube generation. So like, a lot of me learning how to dance was honestly looking at YouTube videos and looking at class videos from LA, people in LA dancing and like trying to figure out why people got picked for select groups and stuff like that. Like I was in that 2012 era and then looking at concept videos all day and all night, learning, literally learning dance off video from at 5 a.m. in the morning. I literally learned most one crew. Like I was, I was dancing all day and all night in my basement. Um, for the most part for the first like year and a half, I would say. And then that's when I started like but again, I was taking like classes along the way too, like at the studio, like downtown at the adult studios, if you will. I was I wasn't into I didn't get to do the competition, you know, studio situation, um, unfortunately, but it was just all like and then this studio called the lab opened up and they were kind of like the movement lifestyle of chicago where they were bringing in like a bunch of special guests and had like all the hottest choreographers in the chicagoland area i was the first work study there you know what i'm saying i was again i was that excited to like want to train and learn to dance you know what i'm saying so i don't even think that, i i don't even think i knew what a work study was i just knew it i saw that like you can take three classes and you just have to like clean the studio and help around the studio. So I was like, that's so amazing to me. Let me like try to do that. And I was again, like, 16 years old, you know, not knowing, I just got to just learn how to drive, you know? So I was <laughs> just driving downtown to take these, like to clean up the studio, um, taking classes from everybody. Even there are people who have nobody in their classes and I would just be the only one getting like free privacy essentially, just to clean the studio and just to help out around the studio. So. I feel like honestly being at the lab was like a big a big help in my like personal journey, but it also took me like reaching out and like taking that initiative to again be hungry and also again I'm this kid learning in my basement, so me actually being in an actual dance studio with actual other people who danced was actually crazy to me, you know before then it was just me and my best friend Andre, we would just do like the school rallies and stuff, and we would kind of train each other and teach each other things that we learned off YouTube, you know um so yeah getting into the dance community and getting into the lab and those those first encounters were again kind of life-changing for me like i never felt you know that kind of passion (laughs) for other people
0: (laughs) i think i think what's really cool though is you bring up something that you know um you know some might know some might not and i think it's undervalued is you said that I just tried to figure out any way I could serve to get around the right type of people so that I could start learning from, you know, sweeping the, sweeping the floors. I think, you know, we all want to get to that stage, whether that stage be virtual, whether that stage be, you know, uh, in front of all the flashing lights. Right. Um, But, but we all want to get on that stage, but sometimes you got to get to the stage through a broom. And you, you you said it like just just cleaning and being willing to serve to get around the right people. I know that that's that's something that's super important. And so what what did you know? How did though that start opening the door for you? If you wouldn't have done that, if you wouldn't have served in those capacities, what do you think you would have missed out on? By, because because of what that what that afforded you to get around,
2: man. I definitely would, like, I 100% would be a different dancer than I would, than I am today, if I were, I feel like sometimes we just gotta set, I guess, if you're really passionate about something, you will really be down to like, do what you gotta do. And if you got to like, just clean some floors to get some free classes or like, you know what I'm saying, come to the studio early to help set up for the workshop or stay after the cleanup after the workshops and, and all these things. That that now now as an organizer, I look back and I'm like, I actually was probably helpful. You know what I'm saying? At the time, I was like, man, this is this is like hard work, but it's not like the craziest thing ever. Like I'm just helping out. But as an organizer now, I'm like, man, those little it's the little the, the smallest things that really really make a big impact on businesses and on organizations. You know what I'm saying? As people who want to help because they in you see the genuine passion. I was so passionate about dance, so passionate about also helping and like understanding the culture and like getting into what's what is the community. What does this all mean? You know, um, that I feel like I would have missed out on a lot of friendships that have fueled me along the way. Um I would have missed out on on the understanding that, you know, how much community can help you get to where you want to be because you know a lot of the things that I have gotten have been through connections versus like me being i mean I, the skill was there trust me cuz i was in the studio every day but more so than that it was like me being there showing up you know what i'm saying that's the most important part a lot a lot of the times um And just again, being willing to go that extra mile for what I'm, what I care for. You know, I feel like the mentality would have been lost if I didn't go through these experiences um, along the way. So,
0: yeah, I think, I think the, the, you know, what I have learned from, again, being able to hang around, you know, wildly successful people, whether it's in the business world or whether it's in the, whether it's in the uh, entertainment world or whatever, is that, serving others, although it's kind of like this, you know, we're, we're always looking, well, how do I make money? How do I get that sale? How do I book the gig? And it's more inward focus. But when you start focusing outward, you talked about community, you talked about how do I, how do I help? How do I, how do I, you know, add value to wherever I'm at? When you have that thought process first, it tends to it tends to speed up the process in which you do end up getting that first gig. You do end up, you know, uh, making that first sale or 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 getting that first client or booking that first, you know, dance class or whatever the deal is. So, uh, when did you start? Now, when did you start? You know, going from from dancing to you know now you're starting to go to auditions. Like, what did that start to look like?
2: Um. So I actually went to my. So my first Jennifer Hudson job was probably when I was like 18, like 18 and a half or something like that. (laughs) Like I was just about to, I was just about to go to college or just in college or something. Um, And again, in Chicago is kind of weird because especially if if you don't know anybody, like there's just nothing, there's nothing. (laughs) There is no, you go to the studio or you go like maybe you'll go to the studio and see like an audition for like like the Nutcracker or something like that you know what I'm saying but you might get like see one audition for an artist or something like that on on a poster at, at Lucanti or something but other than that it was not really anything so one of my teachers at the time he had pointed me to this this audition and he was kind of like he was he was into the industry, his, his name's Des. He was in the industry. He like lived in L.A. at the time and stuff. Um, so he was teaching me how to be like audition etiquette and, and like how to dress for an audition versus how to dress for class because that's what, that's the thing that a lot of people in the community like, kind of lacked, especially at the time. You know what I'm saying? So just teaching me all these different things. Um, and then the an audition finally came up, and it was with Jaquella Knight, and it was for uh Jennifer Hudson walk it out video um and that was that was my first audition experience and I feel like again if i didn't have so this is this is where it goes back to the the lab because if I didn't have these experiences where I would have met Dad for example, and like got cool enough with him to give me these tips and things to to have a successful audition, then it would never have you know, gone the way that I had hoped. But at the same time, um, something that I learned in Chicago is that like, if if I'm being real, like a lot of people don't even go to the auditions in the first place, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost kind of like, if you were at these auditions and you were talented enough then you're probably gonna book the job, or if you have to look, then you probably are gonna book the job. Versus it being like LA, where it's a hundred dancers or five hundred dancers in one room trying to book the same job. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was maybe it's maybe twenty to fifty of us in the room. You know what I'm saying? So, but again, it's a, a lot of dancers in the community. You know what I'm saying? And understanding or knowing that that audition is even there um, is a crazy thing. You know, so. Um,
0: so I, I've got a question for you because I mean, obviously, you, you you booked you booked Jennifer Hudson. Now here here's my question: you you booked Jennifer Hudson, right? Did you have a moment? Did I mean did did life just got did life just become easier for you? Did did the did the the work become easier, or what happened after that Jennifer Hudson deal?
2: It's just crazy. It's just crazy to me because, like. For a moment, right, the Jennifer Hudson thing was a big deal, you know, because, again, I was like, I I think I was actually still in high school. So I was like still in high school, you know, guess what? I booked, you you know, what I'm saying? Like, it was a big deal in the moment. Like, I felt like I had just done something for my family. Like, it was like first music video ever, you know. And what was cool about it, too, is like, I. I, I, at the time, my biggest goal was to, was to dance on the stage, the world of dance. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, Again, I was still not on like the, I want to be a tour dancer or I want to be an international choreographer or whatever. Like I was just trying to just like go to world of dance and perform there. You know what I'm saying? So this whole Jennifer Hudson thing, and I feel like that's kind of how every every job feels that I've done low key. Like every time I do something, it's kind of like, it's it's out of nowhere and then i feel like it's gonna be like oh my god this is this is gonna be it and then it's like the next day comes and it's okay back to the normal (laughs) you know what i'm saying like back to the hustle back to training every day back to like trying to versatile be be more versatile so that i can book the next thing or like be available for the next thing or because you know that that's the, the one thing that i learned that i've learned along this journey especially not being in la you know what i'm saying i'm like in chicago so i'm literally looking at all my peers like actually my actual friends that are either either moving to la because I, I couldn't go to la I, I had to go to college i had to go to university so my friends are either moving to la or i just see people that i saw on youtube all these years that's my age progressing you know what i'm saying and doing their thing and i'm just like man i need to <clears throat> learn how to do everything so that when these people do finally come into town i can go to these these master classes or go to these workshops and be prepared to like just dance you know what i'm saying be like trained skill-wise to show up because after the job is over after these people leave like it's it's back to, to you know it's back to the hustle you know it's no it's no you know, it, 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 for me at least, like I'm not a goal oriented person, so it just that's not the end ever. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I, especially anytime I like a, accomplish something that's bigger or with an artist or with a brand, it's always like, damn, that was dope. But like, what's next? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So
0: now, what's what's you know? Obviously, you've you've booked some you've booked some big gigs, and 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 you know you've you've had some successful moments, but was there ever a time for you where you sat up and was like, Man, what what am I doing? And I don't really think that I can do this. I don't really know. I might have booked a gig or two, but maybe it's just not in the cards for me.
2: Yeah. I mean <laughs> I have that thought all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like like let's be real. We have like especially especially when and I feel like that's when opening our horizons is so important because I feel like when, when, when I get stuck on like, oh, I booked this Jennifer Hudson gig, like I can't wait to book another artist. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that job might not come for another three years, you know? So if I get stuck on that, then I'm going to definitely just get stuck and then I'm going to get discouraged and then I'm going to go down a hole and I'm going to stop dancing. That's, that's how I feel. So that's why for me, I'm almost like, like. I'm not gonna do anything that I don't feel passionate about something that doesn't really resonate with me. You know what I'm saying? I love to teach. I love to educate. I love to perform. I love to dance. I love to choreograph and I love to create, you know what I'm saying? I love making videos. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love these different things. So like when some, so I don't put all my eggs in one basket for it to be a thing in the future. You know what I'm saying? Cause there, I mean, there, there has, again, with every with every pocket of things that I wanna be, there comes an insecurity, there comes an insecurity which, which comes from me just wanting to be the best version of that thing um, that I can be, you know what I'm saying? So if I, again, if I put all my eggs into that one thing, then I might just, just all together, which almost happened to me last year, low key, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I feel like, you know, sometimes taking a step back too has been very helpful for me to like come back into, you know dance or like finding other ways to be creative with dance which which is kind of what i'm doing now um or like finding other ways to serve the community and stuff like that has been you know my kind of motivating factor to get back into it when i'm filling up those stages
0: but so so when was when was that moment for you where you realize listen like i can't just rely on auditions, I can't just rely on, you know, somebody knocking on my door, telling me that there's an opportunity. I got to really like grab this dream, this, this goal, this passion, this, you know, desire that I have, I got to grab it by the horns and I got to start creating my own path. And, and, and you realize that I can't just be a performer. I have to be an entrepreneur.
2: Well, I feel like that, that thought has, been ingrained in me since like probably 2016 2015 because again Ian and Brian Ian Eastwood and Brian post like they kind of always drilled that into my head um not like directly but indirectly through their like interviews and even when they would come into to Chicago and like do workshops and stuff they would always say like creating your own opportunities is kind of the way to go. And I didn't really understand what that really meant. Like I, in, in my head, I was just like, okay, like if you want if you want to do something, then do it. Like there's no excuses, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, I need to go to LA to make these connections or whatever. I need to go to train. or I need to go to Monsters to train. You know, I gotta make my own opportunities or whatever. But um, it wasn't until I like, kind of like started Reveal and started like, Doing more things on my own, uh, I would say that it it started to kind of make sense uh in terms of like even having control enough to do something that was worthwhile and something that was my vision. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which happened in 2017. You know, so with that, I was like, it wasn't I, again. It wasn't a matter of like dance isn't gonna fulfill my needs. It was just like a matter of. Like I really genuinely wanted to do something for the community, and all the op- entrepreneur things came with the process of that. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Because that that I feel like I feel like that community and like giving back and like it that stuff really genuinely fulfills me. You know what I'm saying? Like that I'm genuinely passionate about that. Like even before reveal, there's for the community by the community. Um, which we were doing like free workshops around the city, you know what I'm saying? And that that was like filling my cup, you know what I'm saying? So with Reveal and kind of like creating that, that was, again, it was all ran by passion. I wasn't in it for the money. I was just in it because I wanted to see people be refreshed and renewed and I wanted to kind of like instill passion back into dancers that I was looking up to that I felt like was kind of like losing their passion for dance because they didn't, they weren't doing what they weren't wanted to do or they weren't like um taking from the people that they wanted to take from you know what i'm saying like just just these things you know in the in the entrepreneurship and and figuring out how to run a business and and understanding what what it means to have customers versus you know what i'm saying like this stuff all came with the process but it was very rewarding because it also made me realize how really limitless we are you know what i'm saying we can really do anything through entrepreneurship because it's it's us giving our our full selves you know what i'm saying and i almost feel like sometimes with entrepreneurship i mean at least for me it it, it don't feel like it don't feel like business a lot of the times it just feels like i just i'm doing it because i'm i'm genuinely like wanting to do it even if it comes with stress it comes with tears it comes with you know being broke and not being able to eat, you know what I'm saying, like it comes with all that stuff, and just to help out somebody else, but it's like damn that's or sorry, but dang that's that's so rewarding to see the smile on people's faces when they leave the conventions that we throw or the smiles on the face of me, or hear people say i've never been to something like this before or like you know open people's eyes to different things that they or different choreographers and different you know like giving people a platform was was fulfilling to me so the again the entrepreneurship that came with that um just opened my eyes to everything else that i can do outside of dance and outside of being a creative you know what i'm saying which is so rewarding to me because it's like okay like there it comes up point in time where you're like you know I, I mean, i'm a creative, but I need to also have a house to live in you know what I'm saying so which is hard that's that's the hardest part about being a, a creative entrepreneur is finding that balance of like okay, like I have to do this because I have to like make sure that the business side of this is gonna make sense, you know what I'm saying, even if it's like obviously I want my creative and my creative vision and the authentic authenticity and everything to be as full as possible you know what I'm saying but again like sometimes you have to charge a little bit more sometimes you have to like like it just comes with consequences or else you're gonna go crazy and go broke you know so
0: so talk to me about talk to me about Reveal where did it start and how did you start it
2: yeah so what actually a lot of people don't know is Reveal was actually start at a meeting or at like a dance competition that I was at um with one with one of the studios that I worked at that way back in the day. Um and the studio owner's husband came to me and was like, hey, um I basically want to invest in you as a as a brand, you know what I'm saying? Like as Mania Crump, you know, like I wanna help you, you know, like elevate yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I was like You know, that's great and all, (laughs) that's great and all, but at the time, again, at the time I was doing, we had just done the FCBC classes and stuff like that. So I was like, for me, it's more so my dream to be able to, again, refuel the the community. So I was like, instead of, you know, if you want to invest in something, (laughs) instead of investing in me, why don't we invest in like, start like a, a intensive where we like bring people in and like have, you know, this whole just an intensive, you know what I'm saying? So that's where it started, okay? Um, and then furthermore than that, I was like talking to a bunch of my friends and talking to people and trying to like figure out what would be the best thing for a, a collective of people. Because for me, I'm always like, that's why we do for the community, by the community. Cause I feel like if, if I geared towards only myself, then only so many people are gonna like come and be a part of it you know what i'm saying like and that's and i feel like that's selfish for me you know what i'm saying like, if i want to do something i want i want to also be able to experience it with my friends and also as many people as possible um so that i can feel like that energy and all that stuff so that's why we you know wanted to get the we kind of like started getting the community's input on what they kind of wanted the community the, what who they wanted to learn from and what they wanted to see in the community so that that was the basis of reveal is getting what the community wants and making it happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we started in 2017. Um we were doing the conventions twice a year. We had like Keoni and Mari fresh off of world of dance. I obviously had to have Ian come in because he really again influenced a lot of the everything in my journey, I would say. Um and then again, people that the community kind of chose. And then also wanted to create a platform where we could, we could also put people in the community that I felt were like at the same caliber of skill, not not just skill, but like creativity and put them on the same, on the same platform. So on the same roster, it was Keone and Mari, Candace, Tony Zar, Ian Eastwood, but it was also Annie Franklin and Paws Eddie, you know what I'm saying, who are Chicago's like, Crazy talent, you know what I'm saying. So that was like fulfilling to me, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do something to that capacity. And then that's that, again. That's where we we kind of started. So,
0: and if I remember correctly, you said that uh, one of the things that you did to build this platform is you were doing free workshops for the community. So tell me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so. So back in 2016, um, and it's it's crazy because it wasn't even supposed to be all that initially. Initially I was like trying to just get a couple of my friends together. Um and I wanted to create a space where we can just share, like we can just do like an exchange of like choreography. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a pure choreography dancer, or at least I was back in the in those days. So I always wanted to like be like, okay, we can just come into the space and just share, you know, whatever. And then that ended up turning into like, okay, maybe we can just have two people teach and then we just make it a free class. And then we had that and our first class had like 50 people in it, you know what I'm saying? Which I guess it kind of makes sense It's a free class and it's, you know, it's some pretty heavy hitters in the communities, you know what I'm saying? But it was almost like, for me, like I wanted to create something that was accessible for everybody, cause there's company classes and there's, you know, there's the class scene and there's the company scene, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted to have something where everybody could come together without it being a label, you know what I'm saying? So that that was the kind of like initial concept of that. Um, and also the biggest lesson that I learned with that was that consistency builds momentum, which actually, um, Shout out to my guy, Andre Jones, who gave me that quote, um, doing an amazing job in Grand Rapids, Michigan, also trying to build his community as well. So, um, but point is, we weren't consistent, um, and we, like, dropped our consistency, and it ended up, like, kind of fading out over time. But again, it made me realize how much people are willing to dance if they are able to be given something at a, cheaper rate than normal or at, you know, something that is in a communal space. So that's why Reveal kind of made sense for me. And we were trying to make it where it's as affordable as possible and just in a space where everybody can come and be one collective unit. You know what I'm saying? So that's essentially what it, it turned into. Like it was for the community, by the community, FCBC uh, classes, and then Reveal was kind of like the elevated version of that. So that's why we have Reveal for the community, by the community. This is just another design. but
0: Now, now, how did you get, because you said you had heavy hitters that were teaching in these workshops, how were you getting people that probably were charging a good amount of, of money to go and teach at other places that were like, hey man, I want to come join you in your mission?
2: That, I will never know. <laughs> like, I literally, it's so crazy because before Reveal was Reveal, it was just, it was just chicago intensive <laughs> like when i sent out the first email it was from Manya beastly at com. like it was no reveal there in chicago at you G- you know what i'm saying so when i first sent out the email and i sent it out to keone and Mari, for example um it went in it was cool because I, I like knew i knew ian you know what i'm saying um Ian knew Tony, so that worked out. But again, this is where the connections came in. This is why it all ties back to the lab because the owners at the lab knew Ian as well, you know what I'm saying? So he was able to connect me back in those days, you know? So again, well, whatever. but Keone and Mario specifically, I gotta hone in on that because I was again just Mania Crump sent this email out like, "Hey, I want to do intensive uh, in Chicago," and again, this is these people are, are surreal to me, you know, like like, whoa, you know. So, um, but they didn't respond <laughs> for like four weeks or something like that. Um, but then that fifth week they finally responded. But after that, I feel like kind of since the first event went so well, and it was kind of like um, a huge thing in the Chicago community. Like, again, at least for me, I had an experience in them to that caliber outside of like the Young Lions workshops, which were also in studio though, you know what I'm saying? This was like a whole entire like convention, you know? So, um, and it was geared to the community. We have like little like whatever's, but I think from that first, experience and I mean we we were doing everything we didn't have anything ready like when I tell you I had never thrown an event before I had never like asked anybody directly for money (laughs) you know what I'm saying like all this stuff was so new and so fresh so our first event like it ran as it ran pretty smooth you know like as smooth as it could be you know but it was very rocky at the same time so I'm but you know the choreographers were very receptive and they they promoted it and they you know loved it so i think from there it was just more it was word of mouth and we were able to like reach out to people and then i guess people would reach out and be like hey you know what's what was your experience at this convention or whatever and then uh, hopefully obviously they were like this is great or this was okay enough for you to go um and we were able to get more and more people and more and more heavy hitters like people that I never thought I would ever get Tucker Barkley wild, but nigga, like, like we, we got some some crazy, some crazy people, but
0: that's crazy. That's awesome. And what I'm hearing from you, first of all, is for all of, for all of you guys that are, Listening in, the 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 big overarching thing is first, you just need to start. It doesn't need to be perfect. You heard Monet just say that, like it started from he didn't have a brand, he didn't have anything, he just started. And and that's the biggest thing is that, and I also heard you say, Monette, is that when you take when you took your first step it kind of started guiding you to all the next steps. It started to guide you to form, you know, reveal. You didn't know what reveal was going to be until you first just said, here's the next step that I need to make and this is what we're going to do to start building this brand. And so um, I, it's it's just awesome to, uh, it's awesome to hear, you know, again, for also coming from Chicago you're just saying like there isn't a ton of opportunities for auditions there you know I hear over and over again that well the reason why I can't start a platform or I can't build a brand or I can't I can't make it as a performer is because there's no opportunities in our area well you can go and make your opportunity and that's really what you're doing you've made an opportunity that's helped you to network with some of the biggest names out there before they didn't know who you were, but until you started doing something, it gave gave you the ability to network with the right people. Um, you know, but uh, ultimately, you know, serving serving others, getting started, and being flexible with how it all formulates is really what I'm hearing come from you. And so, man, it's 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 been a it's been an awesome time just chatting with you. And, uh, and, and hearing about your story. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm excited to see where reveal is going to go. Cause I'm sure you're just getting started,
2: man. Yeah. We're, you know, 2020 has definitely, has definitely affected a lot of our plans, um, with reveal, you know, we were, we are planning a huge summit in the beginning of the summer, um where we were bringing in like 20 choreographers and we were literally going to have try to to do like a lot of palooza dance essentially which is still not not happening like we're still going to make it happen whenever covid is super well undone but um but yeah i mean one thing that i definitely want to like hone in on especially from what i've said is like I really want to emphasize that, you know, creating your opportunity is really flexible. You know what I'm saying? Because you can really define what your opportunity means to you. You know what I'm saying? So um, whoever is watching, like, you know, find what you're passionate about and just go with that and just get started. Whatever crazy, wacky idea, like people, I, I literally have so many people tell me, like, oh, maybe you should just start with like a workshop or maybe you should just start smaller when I have this grand vision to bring these people in. You know what I'm saying? So. Trust the process, ask around, you know what I'm saying? Like, be, be as creative as you, as you wanna be and be as safe as you wanna be, take as many risks as you want. But once you like put those steps, like put a couple of steps to like work or like even just like send that first email out, whatever it is, just like, all I can say is just do it, you know what I'm saying? Cause there's doers and then there's want to doers, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta just choose, <laughs> you gotta just choose who you're gonna be, you know? So as far as reveal goes, you know, I, I don't know what's to come, you know, <laughs> like, I know, I know what's to come, but I don't want to put, I don't want to put a limit on what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm kind of like, I'm going to just reveal to you what's going to happen. And when it, when it is there, it's going to be there for you to enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Whether that be an experience, whether that be a platform online, whether that be, whatever apparel, whatever it is, is, is going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be there. It's going to be for the community and we're going to rock it out. So,
0: well, listen, man, I appreciate you adding so much value to our audience. It's been a lot of fun. And if people want to connect with you and find more about you, where can they find you?
2: Um, personally, I'm at man C on Instagram. Uh, and then Reveal is at reveal They're in Chicago. Um, and then, yeah, just hit me up on, I feel like Instagram is probably my best way of uh, social media communication. Other than that, hit me up at manyet at revealdance.com. Um, and yeah, that's how you can find me, manyet T.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, man, it's uh, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I know you added a ton of value to our audience. And for all you, all you those that are checking this out, that are watching, make sure you tune in to our next session because we're just getting started going to be a lot of fun we'll see you at your next session of creating your big break see you guys
1: thank you for listening to another episode of the my creative district podcast with your host jesse paul smith here we turn your passion into profit follow us on facebook and stay tuned for another episode of the my creative district podcast